Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You're listening to the Exxon Broadcast Network. www.xzbn.net. Radio's authority on the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting. Broadcasting around the world and to the great beyond. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and in Europe on Radio X. 
My guest this hour is Lisa Perron, and uh, she is a psychic, astrologer, sensitive, and card reader. Now, Lisa is a second-generation psychic, astrologer, sensitive card reader, and freelance writer located in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. Now, Lisa's birth was extremely a difficult one. The umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck, and in fact, she almost didn't live. This resulted in a near-death experience that Lisa believes opened up the door to the other side. Her celestial journey and psychic abilities first started to develop when she was a young girl in the 1970s. Lisa's mother refused, uh, I'm sorry, realized that she was a sensitive. She encouraged her to use psychic cards to play with uh, their Barbies. Lisa was uh, participating in adult conversations about astrology, ESP, astral projection, ghosts, and past lives. Now, she became fascinated with astrology, the occult, paranormal UFOs, folklore, and unexplained mysteries. Over the years, Lisa has practiced many methods of divination to enhance her gift, including tarot cards, crystals, crystal balls, and the Ouija board. She specializes in predictive astrology and is writing her first book. Last year, Lisa did an astrological reading for the Thunder Bay actor Kevin Durand. Recently, she accurately predicted Justin Trudeau to become Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, that's who we have to blame, okay. As well as the Kansas City Royals to win the World Series in 2015. Lisa has an international clientele, many of who are psychics and celebrities. Personal in-depth astrology and tarot card readings are available by going to Lisa's website at www.astromojo.com. And joining me now is the one and only Lisa Perrin, who is responsible for Justin Trudeau being the tr- Prime Minister of Canada. How could you? Hello, Rob. My could, pleasure to be here. How could you do that to us, Lisa? <laughs> I just saw it coming when I looked at who was running for yeah. our election and saw the aspects for mm-hmm. the evening of the election based uh, compared to the birth charts. Yeah. It was he was a shining star in the sky where the other two were in the dust. It was so obvious. Y- you sure it wasn't the the international space station that you were looking at? <laughs> It could have been. <laughs> Look what we've gotten into. Hey, listen, you know, he's young. He's new at the job. Let's see what he does, you know. That's right. And I think a lot of it, too, had to be that he was one of the only ones mm-hmm. of the candidates that kept a positive, upbeat look to the future. He didn't badmouth everyone like the rest. That's right. Do. That's right. Plus his uh, his dad was a great uh, great politician and a great prime minister. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Lisa, let's talk about you. Sure. You are a psychic astrologer, sensitive card reader. You're a freelance writer. You're located in the beautiful area of Ontario uh, in the Thunder Bay area. What was it that, I mean... Did you always want to be a psychic and and work with people? It sort of happened naturally. Um, My mother got me into uh, astrology Mm -hmm. and all of the occult sciences during the 60s. And she started off by, I was about four years old, and she taught me uh, my ABCs and the numbers on a board and I would learn that but she also had the astrological symbols uh-huh. and she had me learn those as well and the planets and the the sensitive part my mother and I always had a really strong connection one of the first things I remember with her was I was down at the end of the street it was about four years old hey Lisa <laughs> let's do let's do a little bit of a cliffhanger I've got to take my first break here Lisa Perrin is our special guest explanation, astromojo.com. And Lisa and I will be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. 
So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Wilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we will weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Wilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. began to demonstrate a metaphysical connection to the spirit world as a little girl. Her family noticed the connection, but it was a great-grandmother who told the family that Linnea was indeed gifted. The great-grandmother, who was also gifted, felt that Linnea had indeed inherited these attributes. It has been noticed that oftentimes, such things are passed down through the generations. Linnea was also born with a call, a thin white membrane across a newborn's face. Legend has it that if the baby is born with this call, the child will have second sight, or what we call psychic abilities. Linnea Starr does past, present, and future, and has the gift of prophecy. It is written within scriptures that if you are able to give factual information, and prophecies indeed come true, the gift indeed comes from the divine realm. Linnea Starr does large interactive groups as well as private gatherings. For more information on Linnea Star or to contact Linnea for a one-on-one consultation, visit her website at www.linneastar.com. That's www.l-i-n-n-e-a-s-t-a-r.com. Kids play with abacus boards. Other kids play with building blocks. Other kids play with alphabet blocks. You are basically playing with a Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. <laughs> does does is the Ouija board getting an, a bad rap in your opinion, or is it really dangerous for people to dabble with? I think it is a dangerous thing for people to dabble with. If if 
someone has no experience or is not even with someone that is experienced with it, I mean really experienced, you could open up a whole lot of bad things your way. Mm. It can open up a portal. It, it, it is dangerous for sure. I remember my mother and I, we would have, she would want me to have seances with her and we would, we would, we would do it a lot and some really interesting information came through, but it got to a point where some negative stuff started to come through as well. And my mother and I were always believers in the light and mm -hmm. the positive and what nothing to do with anything dark or evil or sinister, that's for sure. And it ended up, I brought the Ouija board outside and poured lighter fluid on it and set it ablaze on the, on the stairs. <laughs> well, I understand you had a, a memorable childhood experience with the Ouija board. Can you tell us about that? That was the, that was the it. experience. So, uh, but what happened? You know, incredible. like there's got to be more to it than that. My mother didn't like what it had to say, and it upset her. She was a very sensitive person, mm -hmm. and it upset her enough that she said, get it out of the house, burn it, never want to see it again. Wow. And I only played with or dabbled with Ouija boards again when I was uh, a teenager for a brief time, and then I let it go. But I think something modern now has sort of taken over that's very much like the Ouija board, and that's the ovulus. Really? Tell us about that. The ovulus is a um, a device they use on a lot of the paranormal shows mm -hmm. for ghost hunting, and it can pick up the mag electromagnetic energy in the air that a spirit might manifest, and it will create a word from its database so a spirit can communicate with you. And that's very much like a Ouija board. Yeah, but, but how reliable are they? I believe if you have a professional model, they can be quite reliable and very interesting things that come through it, like... Um, not a static energy, but an intelligence. Hmm. You can sometimes ask questions and have a, a response. I believe the the free ovulus, like say on your iPhone, I think there's something more to it that it's it's sort of phony. Hmm. Now, when did you first realize that that you were gifted, that you were a sensitive? When I was about four years old, I was down the street playing with a, a bunch of friends and I fell out of the tree Ooh. and I hurt my arm. And within five minutes, bang, my mother was at my side. She up the street sensed something was wrong and came to get me. And we always had, we could look at each other and know what each other were thinking, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then it progressed. My mother and I would both hear this. Uh, my, my father, he worked at the, the grain elevators, and he worked shift work. We never knew when exactly he was coming home. And my mother and I would clearly hear the sound of the back door opening and him coming in the door and stomping his feet, taking his boots off. And my mom would say, go greet your father. And I would go there, and nobody's there. Hmm. And, and within 15 minutes, he would come home. It was like a, a, a bell that would go off with both of my mother and I. And now, as an adult, I'm doing it with my husband. Uh, for instance, I just get a feeling that pops a feeling or, or the words actually pop into my head. He's on his way home. Right. Or I'll hear him, I'll hear my husband's truck door shut and I'll look and nobody's there. And within 10 minutes, he's, he's home. Or last week we were on holiday in Jamaica and I was 
not feeling well and he was out looking for bananas for me to calm my tummy and I fell asleep and then all of a sudden I woke up and then within 10 seconds or so it popped into my head he's on his way back and then about 30 seconds later I heard my husband outside the door talking to one of the employees where we were staying and then the keys come in the door and he was there it just I just know sometimes. <laughs> so are you a clairvoyant or a clairaudient? Occasionally I see things, mm -hmm. but the majority of the time I hear things. And it's like, uh, like my own voice talking into my ear. I call it my little voice. So based on the experiences that you've had over the years with your, with your gifts, what's it like to have a paranormal experience? Oh, it's a thrill. It's, it's such an, ex, uh, an exhilarating feeling. It, nothing else. It sounds strange, but it really makes you feel alive to see something or to be touched by something that's not there or hear a voice mm -hmm. and have it make sense to you. It, it, it's incredible, but at the same time, it's, it's like electricity going through your body. You, you feel the, the energy. Where does the energy come from? I believe it, it is a manifestation of spirits coming partially into this world enough to communicate it's like a fourth dimension. So why is it you think that these spirits who have left this world want to come back to communicate? And if they communicate, what's the message? Well, if there's unfinished business that they had or they mm -hmm. passed away suddenly, right? Uh, they might want to stay around and finish their business, communicate to a loved one that, that they're all right now, they're not suffering anymore, mm -hmm. or they're waiting for you. Have you ever seen a ghost? I have. Uh, Were you I scared? Two at once. Twin ghosts? They weren't twins, but there was two of them. It was about... Oh, well, I won't say how long ago, but I was 21 at the time. And All right, so two years ago, okay. Mm -hmm, something like that. I knew that. I see I'm psychic too. <laughs> and uh, there was an old silver mine around here that had been closed for many years, probably about 50 or 60 years, mm -hmm. and some people I knew purchased it and were renovating it and asked me to help out um, run the store while they were renovating. And when I was staying overnight, uh, trying to sleep, I was on the top floor, and it was like a, a huge beam across the, the ceiling, mm -hmm. and I couldn't sleep. I've always been a chronic insomniac. I was wide awake, and I, I just happened to look up, and there was these two dudes there was these two uh miners like dressed from like a hundred years ago with handlebar mustaches and white sh shirts with a small mandarin collar suspenders work boots and they were both hanging like like sitting with their legs dangling over this beam mm -hmm. looking at each other and talking but i couldn't hear what they were saying and they were looking at me and talking like they saw me and I saw them and I could see right through them. I was just going to ask you if this was a, a solid apparition or a transparent uh, apparition. They were transparent, wow. black and white. Did you ever find out who they were? No, but I've looked. I have looked and I plan to go to the... Uh, the Thunder Bay Museum mm -hmm. and get some more information. This past year, I've really put a lot of effort into 
searching to who these people could possibly be. Now, now, as I understand from talking to you before we went on air, you're in a rather wooded area of the uh, of, of the area near Thunder Bay. So, do you think that these are two miners who may have passed on in your land or where the house is now? Why else would they be there? No, this was at um, this was about. 60 kilometers away from oh, I, here I at see. another location. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's well, okay. at, the, at the other location, were there any any mining accidents that, that the old-timers might be able to, you know, help put pieces of this puzzle together? I believe there probably would be. Uh, I've actually got uh, quite a bit of information about mm-hmm that particular location and there were a lot of deaths it was a very busy mine right as as well it was uh very isolated and the winters were harsh in the late 1800s and many people died of disease or exposure at at the time they were having uh, mail and supplies delivered by um a dog sled team from the states across Lake Superior. Listen, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour, young lady. Please stand by. Exxon Nation, Lisa Paron is our special guest. Her website, I love it, astromojo.com. And Lisa and I will be back on the other side of this break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Join High Tech with Corey K weekly here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. From the world of computers to the ever-popular computerized gadgetry that are becoming part of our everyday life and living and society. From kids and their gaming devices, teens and their smartphones, to the applications of personal and business computers. From hardware to software, from standalone units to network computers. Join high-tech guru Corey K weekly right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network as he takes on the topics that will be of use and great value to the international audience of the Exxon Broadcast Network. High Tech with Corey K weekly at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net.
The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Crying. 
Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and uh, we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And we're on the Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, and in Europe on Radio X. My guest of this hour is Lisa Perrin, and she is a psychic astrologer, sensitive, and card reader. And I do love her website, astromojo.com. Lisa, what's a psychic astrologer? A psychic astrologer will use mainly astrology, but if certain feelings come through about a reading, Mm -hmm. they'll use that intuition as well. So it's like an amalgamation. Oh, that's cool. Because one can actually work with the other, and I don't know very many people who do that. That's right. Yeah. We were talking about those ghosts that uh, that were watching you from the beams when you were down helping a friend out. Um, why do you think ghosts hang around? I guess they want to communicate. And it, it, it is puzzling why yeah. they would hang around other than they can't go through the light or they want to protect people like a guardian angel. Mm. Like, for instance, my parents passed away recently in the last few years. My father passed away in 2007, and my mother passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. My condolences, sweetie. Thank you. Um, we were very close, and we always discussed when, since I was a little kid, because we were all three of us were just fascinated with it, if... Mm-hmm. When the time came that we passed over, we would try, if there was a way, to communicate with each other to let us know everything was all right and we were going to wait for each other and meet up again on the other side. And when my father passed away, I had two incredible psychic slash paranormal experiences with his passing and after his passing, and I feel him around me all the time. And then when my mother passed, it was an even higher acceleration of that because we've had such a a psychic bond, and my mother was extremely sensitive too. And she was an unusual woman with many talents, and she always insisted that we keep the astrology and all the sensitive Mm -hmm. parts secret she didn't want people to think we were strange and when I was a kid there was many instances when I would you know mention something I saw or heard right or I'm playing with uh, psychic cards at home with my mom or something and somebody's mother would hear this and next thing you know I wasn't allowed to play with little Susie anymore because my mom's a witch meanwhile my mother wasn't a witch And even if she was, witchcraft is not uh, some old lady with a broom putting a hex on you. It's more studying nature and mother nature and the the elements and and herbs to cure and to improve your health and happiness. It's got nothing to do with anything evil, but that's how some people think about it. If they don't... Some people are uneducated about such things, and they just have a an idea in their head, well, that must be how it is, kind of thing. And then when when my mother passed away, it, it was angelic. It was incredible, the feeling. I, I felt her go through me when she passed. I knew she had passed before I got the call that she had. What was it like in school for you, being such a sensitive, having the ability to to have the gifts that you had? It was a nightmare. I was abused and beaten and called names and picked on for five solid years My at Lord. school for various reasons including mentioning a couple of times that I could sense something Mm -hmm. or I said something to weird someone out and I was just the, the, 
the school punching bag for a while there. And then at a certain point, uh, I, I was also uh, quite ill and in the hospital uh, for several months and I missed a lot of school and had to do some home tutoring and I ended up failing a class or a, a, a grade five and I had to do it over again. And that's when I my life really took a change for the better because those kids were in another uh, class than me and they had someone else to pick on besides me. <clears throat> so that was a, a turning point. But I remember grade school being an absolute nightmare. And Kid into high school, I kept mm -hmm. it secret. I, I didn't dare tell anybody for a long time because I was afraid they would think I was, you know, strange or, or weird. And I'm already an unusual person. Uh, I just didn't want to add to it. I was too nervous. And it, it's only actually over the last few years when around the time my mother was ill and had passed away mm -hmm. that I did actually decide to come out sort of as an astrologer with my husband's encouragement. He's been a darling about everything with me. I got, Good for him. Um, I, I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to come out to all my friends and mm -hmm. to, to the internet and say, yes, I, I'm an astrologer and yes, I'm a sensitive. And for many years I denied it. Oh no, I'm not sensitive. I'm, I'm just fine. But, I know I'm sensitive, and that's just part of who I am. There's nothing wrong with that, and uh, and I don't understand why some people are so critical of others. Some people are very critical yeah. of things they just don't understand. There's there's a lot of haters out there, unfortunately. I believe, I believe you see, if somebody is a hater, that's because they're hiding something. And they believe that because of your special gift that you can expose them and you pose a threat. That's right. Yeah. But I think you're That's a wonderful right. lady, and I'm glad that you're here with us tonight. And, uh, and I'm very happy that you get the support that you need and rightfully deserve from your husband. He has been a darling. That's great. Listen, uh, because you live in the woods, I have to ask you this. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? I mean, the hairy kind, you know, not not lumberjacks or Ontario provincial policemen with big feet. Uh, the Sasquatch. I have not seen a Sasquatch, but I would love to see a Sasquatch. You and me both. And actually, uh, my husband and I, we, we're very outdoorsy. We both love nature and the country. And even though we live in a log cabin in the woods, we still like to go bush sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we'll go camping in a remote area hundreds of miles away. And about four years ago, five years ago maybe, we went uh, up near, uh, beside Lake Nipigon, past yes. Gull Bay, to Lake Wabinosh. Yep. And we had to go across two lakes to get to this beach on the other side of Lake Wabanosh. And it's a, it's a big lake up north. And we arrived on the beach, and my husband got the boat on the, the shore, and I had, to, I had to go to the washroom. So I ran into the bush. And it didn't strike me what it could be at the time. It only hit me a couple of years ago, but... Out of nowhere, a rock landed beside me up there while I was in the bush. And I couldn't figure out where the hell did a rock come from. There was no one around for miles but us. And we just landed on shore. My husband was on shore and I was mm -hmm. probably 50 feet in the bush. And when I Googled what could move a rock Sasquatch, the only big thing came up was a primate right so i don't know but i've i've seen or I've read many articles about mm -hmm. people that have encountered something that they say is a sasquatch 
throwing rocks yes. around Lake Superior. That's right. Because the sky is because there's not any ambient light at night, the star field from your home must be must be fantastic. It is incredible. That's one of my favorite things to do at night is to watch the stars. I just love doing that. And they're brilliant and yeah. plentiful away from the city lights. Have you have you had a UFO encounter? Have you seen UFOs in this beautiful starlit sky that, that you're so fortunate enough to see? I don't know if I would call it a UFO, mm-hmm. but a couple of times I've been watching a star and suddenly the bloody thing moves <laughs> and twice the star has moved so fast across the sky that there is no way it was the space station or a plane or anything that I could imagine what it could logically be and the last time it happened was uh, a couple of years ago, and my husband was outside with me. He just missed it. He had just gone inside, and suddenly this light from mm-hmm. a star got brighter and brighter and brighter really quickly, and I screamed into the house for him, come here, you're missing something. And the second I yelled to him, this light stopped, turned, and whipped off in the sky in about like half a second. It was just bizarre. I've mentioned it to several people around here, and there's a lot of people in the country that have mm-hmm. seen strange things in the sky at night. It's, right. Uh, you watch it long enough, and some things are unexplainable. And now I go outside, I've got the iPhone app, it's a Skyview, I think, and it'll mm-hmm. tell you, is it, are you looking at a star or satellite? What is that exactly? But, I'm, but I must tell you something about the, that app. It is only as good as they upload the um, the updates, because That's if there right. because if there's uh, a new uh, craft or a satellite that's put up by China, Pakistan, or SpaceX or whatever, and if it's not in the database, it'll it won't recognize it. And I know many people who have been led to believe that what they're seeing is a UFO. That's right. Yeah. Speaking about UFOs, why do you think that evidence of UFOs may be kept secret from the mainstream media and society? I think a big part of it is the government or whoever the powers Mm -hmm. that be are in charge, whoever is controlling the strings on the puppets, so to speak. Yeah. Um, don't think mainstream people can handle it. Uh, There's just been so much evidence about it over the years, but it's like the media keeps feeding people that it's all garbage and anybody that's seen something unusual must be crazy. You know, that can't be. But yet, uh, I think it was about two months ago, I read that the CIA released hundreds of documents and photographs of evidence that they've procured over the last 50 years regarding UFOs. Now, the CIA isn't exactly a fun-loving kind of society, are they, or organization, are they? I don't think they would put something out on their website as a joke, but if you go to the CIA Mm -hmm. website right now, you'll see all these files of evidence of UFOs. So then let me ask, let me ask you a question. Are, let me ask you a question. Why hasn't mainstream media picked it up? That has had me scratching my head since I read that article. Why aren't people jumping all over it? Uh, other than they've been brainwashed into thinking that anyone that's seen something mm-hmm. must be a nut job. So you so you're you're telling you no correct me if I'm wrong so you're telling me if I go to the CIA website right now I'm going to see all these photos and documents of UFOs that the CIA's released Yes Interesting Because this is the first I've heard of it myself Oh is that right Yeah 
So what yeah, my, I read about it about a month or two months ago. What my producer is doing right now is he's going on and he's uh, going on to the CIA website. And uh, during the commercial break, he's going to let me know what he found. And it's going to be very interesting because I have not heard about that. The mainstream media has not been uh, talking about it. And I think that this would be something if, in fact, the CIA does release documentation proving that UFOs are real. That would that would be calling the United States government liars, mm-hmm. especially in this election time. That's right. And maybe another reason it, it might have gone undetected was mm-hmm. I read this article the same time the X-Files, the television show, was making its new episodes on the television. Yes. Maybe whoever uh, might have come across it on the media thought that this was some kind of joke related to it or something. But I went on their website. I'm darn sure it was the CIA. It's not. It's either the CIA or the FBI, but I'm sure it's 90% sure it's the CIA. And they had many documents of all the evidence over the years. Has your producer found it? He's saying that he's checked the site out from one end to the other, and he can't find anything. Get out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take a look during our next commercial break, which is coming up right now, so stand by, dear. Exonation, okay. our guest this hour is Lisa Perron, and her website is astromojo.com. You've got to love that website, <laughs> astromojo.com. And uh, Lisa and I will be back on the other side of this break. As we wrap up this hour here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation, focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. If you enjoy reading a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love From Out of the Woodwork by William S. Peckham. Sean Kennedy, a Toronto contractor, buys derelict houses, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, a century house in ruins, and starts the renovation, the house fights back. 
He is visited by ghosts of owners past. His visions are triggered by touching an oak mantle, reading a faded letter, opening an old locket, or opening a brand new casket in the basement. These visions will take you on a trip across southern Ontario from Niagara Falls to Toronto to Kingston. From Out of the Woodwork is now available in paperback and on your favorite electronic reader. To order your copy of From Out of the Woodwork, go to www.williamspeckham.com. That's www.williamspeckham.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365. just got back from Roswell where the aliens have been and if you ask the feds the cause well they'll only lie again now I'm hunted by the gumshoes and I'm wanted by the cops cause they think that I might be the guy making circles in the crops and I know that there's a conspiracy from the voices in my head Elvis lives, that's clear to me It's McCartney who is dead And if the Mars man should come again And take me, I will go I will take a trip on their rocket ship God bless the UFO <laughs> Give JFK this message It's the Cuban army's fault and I know that Dave Koresh is alive inside a vault. We've seen reports in papers of a guy who knows about a car that runs on chewing gum, but the Arabs rubbed him out. And we loudly warn that America is badly unprepared. With the Cold War through, we need something new that can get you good and scared. You wonder just who warning you of conspiracies today. We're the ones who fill the rumor mill. We are the CIA. And welcome back, everyone. Lisa Perron's our special guest, uh, www.astromojo.com. And Lisa was right, even though my producer couldn't find anything. Uh, on the CIA website, there is a section called Take a Peek into Our X-Files. The CIA declassified hundreds of documents in 1978 detailing the agency's investigations into UFOs. The documents date primarily from the late 1940s and 1950s. Uh, let me see here. Uh, they've decided to highlight a few documents both skeptics and believers will find interesting. And all you have to do, Exonation, is go to... Google and type in CIA UFO website, and it'll bring you right there. And Lisa, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. No problem. I found it really interesting when I saw it. Yeah. My eyes almost popped out of my head when I read it. <laughs> because here you've got the other, the other part of the United States government saying, no, UFOs aren't real. And then you've got the CIA who is releasing these documents and and I just did a very fast study of them on UFO sightings in the United States when the CIA has no jurisdiction within the United States. Mm-hmm. Interesting times. Lisa, what are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight? It's been uh, my pleasure to 
talk about myself with everyone and I, I hope your listeners uh, enjoyed our conversation and thank you very much for listening. Uh, I send nothing but love and light to everyone and keep a positive attitude towards things. Keep an up uh, an upbeat to life and doors of opportunity will open to you. Lisa, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Let our listeners know what your website is one more time. Astromojo.com. you got to love that site. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure, and I look forward to the next time when you and I meet back here in the X-Zone. Until then, always remember, Lisa, to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Rob. Good night, Lisa. Exonation Lisa Perron has been our guest this hour, www.astromojo.com. And uh, if you want, we're going to put that website address up for the CIA where all those documents can be found at exoneradio.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> 